Today on Frantic Thoughts, we're going to talk about video game TV show pitches, Fortnite Season 5, my unabashed obsession with Superstore, and we're going to recommend a controller. Welcome to Frantic Thoughts, Episode 58. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the gaming and entertainment podcast that nobody asked for. Each week, I sit down. My name is Josh, but people online call me Frantic. If this is your first episode, what I do every single week is I have a small conversation, get some stuff off my chest. It's kind of a little mini audio blog mixed with some video game stuff entertainment stuff i talk about what i like and i recommend some stuff that is on my mind i talk about all sorts of fun stuff on here hopefully you guys enjoy the show so what i do every single week is i start off with a topic the topic of the week yeah, and I have little dumb jingles here and there. Because I figured, I, I had this thought earlier this week. Like, how many new people come into the show and don't really know what this podcast is all about? So I figured I'm going to start doing a little tagline at the beginning. Just so people know. Get into the groove of it. Get into the feel of it. Because sometimes uh, I would start a podcast and there's so many little things. And like, what is this all about? So, yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and start the topic this week. We're going to talk all about video game TV show pitches. So what I have is a list of video game uh, TV show ideas that I have come up with through throughout the years. Uh, I would mostly just think them up. I kind of wrote it down real quick and I uh, want to just go through them and talk about what I would like to see because there's never there's been a few good video game TV shows like Castlevania comes to mind. The Sonic TV shows back in the days weren't weren't that great. They were kind of fun to watch. Why not? I mean, they're okay. Uh, we had some Super Mario sh- video game, uh, <laughs> Super Mario TV shows as well. Um, Captain N was a thing that was pretty interesting and fun and different. Uh, I guess you would consider TMNT is not really a video game, but there's video games based off of that. But anyway, we are going to be talking about my concepts for what would be fun TV shows inside of different video game universes. So first off, we're going to we're going to start with some. They're going to be pretty obvious. There's five that I got here. No, did I have five? Just four. I got four listed here, and they're big series. But I want to go in depth on what I would think would make a cool TV show with these characters. So, first off, we're going to do Mario. That's a really obvious character. And uh, actually, let's make it five. I have five. I have another idea here, too. Okay, so, Mario. What would I like to see for Mario? These are all going to be just concepts that probably will never happen. And, you know, people that actually could make this stuff happen probably will never listen to this. But I, it's just a fun little thought experiment. So, first up, we got Mario. It'd be on Cartoon Network. It'd be like a highly animated show full of color. Each episode would be Mario trying to get Peach back. 
in some kind of wacky shenanigans happens uh they you could do it in different settings do different things do mario galaxy related level and it would just be a lot of fun and the episodes would be 22 minutes style things lots of wacky capers would happen mario would be kind of like a bumbling mario he would be i gotta get the princess no matter what and uh bowser would be over the top very theatrical peach would be of course theatrical too mario would just be wacky and kind of silly and uh there would be episodes about wario and uh it would be like on cartoon network that's what i was thinking and it would be highly highly animated similar to like uh animaniac style if you guys ever seen that show it's kind of like over the top over the top and then zany looking a little bit looney tunes-esque and then every once in a while there would be a scene that's more along the line of ren and stimpy it will go a little bit more uh exaggerated in all the features of the animation in my head i see this being uh maybe like 10 episode seasons and each episode would just be something would happen to the princess and he would have to save her but the princess is uh kind of smarter than him she's a lot smarter than him and she kind of doesn't want to be saved so it's kind of mario being like i'm gonna save you princess and then she's like no i'm good but he still tries to save her anyway and uh yeah it would just be silly and fun and it would be more aimed towards kids but adults could have fun with it too so that's my idea for a mario show uh call it like mario that's all you call it or like super mario or something like that so like mario with exclamation point something like that be be pretty cool uh next up i have another these are all gonna be pretty obvious but um legend of zelda so legend of zelda I'm going to say it. This is going to be really obvious. A Studio Ghibli animated Legend of Zelda movie TV show. I said movie TV show. I meant like a TV show, but they're longer episodes. They're like 44 minutes long, and there's only like an eight-episode season, maybe like an hour-long episodes. And each episode would be a new region of Hyrule. My my elbow just popped. I had a very... uh. I was scrubbing stuff today, so my elbow was kind of like sore and tight, and that popped, and I just, that felt fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Legend of Zelda, animated in Studio Ghibli style. That that company doesn't have to specifically do it, but each episode would be like, there'd be a Mount Doom episode, him getting through the dungeon in Mount Doom, fighting the end boss. There would be very little uh, conversation. We would uh, have Zelda, Zelda. There would be Zelda stuff with Sheik that it would cut to. I didn't mean to say it right then. That, that kind of just popped up. I was going to say there will be Navi stuff because it's going to be uh, based around Ocarina of Time, that storyline where he goes to the past and the future. And each episode would be a different section of that story. And each season would be a different video game. So it would kind of have that feel where it kind of gets rebooted every season. So there would be the Ocarina of Time season. And then there would be the Wind Waker season. And then there would be like a Twilight Princess season. Uh, sorry, I can't talk. Link to the Past. And then like Link, Link's Awakening would be like a shorter season, like a five episode season or something. Or you could probably make that into an eight episode season. But you know what I mean? Something pretty cool. Something different. It would look really, really nice. Uh, Studio Ghibli has that really clean art style. Very artistic looking. Very prestigious pristine i don't know what word i'm trying to say now um just that 
fantastic Studio Ghibli style, that uh, like Princess Mononoke style, something like that. Oh man, I, it would blow me away. Like I think everybody would love that. That's just like a. These are all pie in the sky, of course, but this is probably the most pie in the sky out of all of these. So next up we have one of my favorite series. I don't talk about it enough, and I need to go back and replay these. I've been wanting to play them again, but I want to play them with my brother next time I play these. Uh, that's the plan, at least. Um, Metal Gear Solid. So what my idea for Metal Gear Solid would be is we do it chronologically. So the games came out, and they, they're kind of like staggered chronologically. So number five, Metal Gear Solid 5, is the earliest no 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 that's not true metal gear solid 3 is the earliest and then we have peace walker and then we have five and then we have one then two and then four yes that's the that's the games that's the order that the game goes chrono chronologically each season of this show it's live action and it's hbo show each season is one of the games in chronological order there are 20 episodes per season about an hour long each so that's 20 hours of show that should be enough time to get the story out there's a lot of story there uh have some really cool stealth get a guy i don't know what actor i would use somebody that has that really serious and then somewhat goofy style that metal gear has and then we'd have to have a director that would actually understand what Metal Gear is, because Metal Gear is serious, but it's not at the same time. It's just its own thing that it's hard to put your finger on, and if you don't do it right, people would notice it. It wouldn't feel Metal Gear, you know. Kind of like uh, when they did Metal Gear Survive earlier this year. It's crazy that that came out this year. That game doesn't look or feel too much like Metal Gear. It feels like another creator came in and just kind of screwed up that Metal Gear feel. So it would be really hard to just nail it down 100% because the Metal Gear Solid feel is so unique. It's just really hard to put it into words, really, right? But if you've played the games, you've know, you know what I mean. It's just such a unique style. And uh, somebody that would have to make a show about this would have to know what that style is all about. So, yep, I mean, I'd see it on HBO. Uh, probably five seasons, like I said. Each season, a different video game. Chronologically telling the story of Big Boss, then Solid Snake, and Liquid Snake, and all the characters from that so series. And if it, if it was done well and explained well, it would be fantastic. Those games are basically movies in themselves, but it'd just be a really cool thing to see in a different medium. With a really awesome franchise that I just extremely adore. I love metal gear so i'd love to see that that'd be awesome so uh next up the show i was thinking that i'm just gonna list it off really quickly would be a crazy taxi comedy workplace comedy with and i thought the we're gonna combine a bunch of really good comedians together so i'm thinking andy samberg and will forte are the main two but Terry Crews is in there, and so is Steve Carell, Carell, who makes occasional cameos. We could have just a bunch of comedians in there doing a bunch of funny stuff related to Crazy Taxi. It would be that wacky taxi action from that game inside of like a really funny comedy. 
Um, and it would probably not even be taxis. It'd be like an Uber service, but it'd still be called Crazy Taxi or something like that. I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. And then the last show that uh, I would like to pitch here would be a Minecraft TV show, which would be CG animated. It'd be like a Netflix show. And it'd be called Minecraft The Adventures of Steve in the style of Minecraft, of course. And it would just show Steve. It'd be silent. It'd be silent, but it had like, there would be no dialogue, but it'd be funny noises. It'd be kind of like a Tom and Jerry cartoon with uh, less hijinks. It'd be that style, though, with the music. And it'd be just a really, each episode would be like five or six minutes long. And it'd be like 10 to 15 minute episodes. I mean, 10 to 15 episodes per season. And it would just be little shorts of Steve doing different things. So it'd be like the first episode would be him learning how to make his first workbench. And then there'd be another episode about him upgrading his tools to stone tools. And then the night episode where he finally sees all the bad guys at night and he tries to fight them. And then he discovers that he can respawn, but he has to go back and get his stuff, you know? So it's kind of like playing Minecraft, but from like Steve as a character perspective, I, I think that'd be an interesting idea for a show. Have it silent, really cool music, really great sound effects, and I think it'd be a fun little thing. That would be an ideal Minecraft show. So I think that's it for the topic this week. I hope you enjoyed that. Let me know what you guys think would be fun for a video game related TV show. The next, <clears throat> sorry, the next, <laughs> the next section of the show was always is the recommendation minute where I take a minute. I recommend some stuff that uh, is on my mind that week that I want to talk about. It could be anything, anything on the, on the world here. And I have to get it up on my phone. I always get the timer on my phone and I always forget that I have to do this, <laughs> but here we go. We're going to recommend a bunch of stuff in one minute. It's a rapid fire in rapid fire succession. I just list stuff off or yeah, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. Let's do this right now. Recommended if I can actually speak any languages today other than gibberish. <laughs> uh, recommendation minute starts in three, two, one. So today I wanted to recommend a controller that I just purchased this week. I got it for cheap online. Uh, I got a sale. Uh, I found a sale on it. It's 8-bit though, SNES 30 controller. Basically, it's a Super Nintendo joypad, joystick, joy controller, joypad. I have never said joypad my entire, oh, oh I'm, I'm losing track of what I'm, what I'm doing here. Um, it's a Super Nintendo controller, but it's Bluetooth and it has thumbsticks and sh two shoulder buttons on each side. And it functions with the Nintendo Switch. You can sync it to that. You can sync it to Android or iOS devices. Or you can sync it to Bluetooth if you have it on your PC or plug it into a RetroPie. It's a very versatile controller and I was kind of skeptical about it. But the actual face buttons and D-pad feel like a Super Nintendo controller. So if you're a nostalgic person, this controller is perfect. It's really fun to play platformers with it. I was playing Celeste with it earlier. And uh, there's my time limit. I lost track of time there. So that was Recommendation Minute, the 8-Bit Doe SNES 30. So let's go into uh, what's happening. What 
have I been up to this week? This is the section of the show where I talk about just whatever I've been doing. It's a little self-serving, but it gets me to uh, tell you guys my experiences with pop culture and other things I've been having fun with this week. And sometimes I go serious and actually talk about a little personal stuff, but we're not doing that this week. We're going to talk about some of the media I consumed over the last seven days. So I uh, talked last week about this show called Superstar, which is basically a a store, a workplace comedy, kind of like that crazy taxi pitch I had a little while ago, but it's set in a Walmart or like a, you know, a big chain store like that. Uh, I was saying, oh, this show is pretty okay. You know, I've been putting, putting it on the background. Dude, I, I got addicted to this show this week. I'm almost done. I almost caught up all three seasons now. Um... Yeah, it's fun. I have a blast watching it now. Uh, I get in, I get into the characters in these silly comedies like Scrubs. I love all the characters. Office. Every time a show like this comes out, I get absorbed in the characters because they're all. If the show's good, the characters are always funny. Uh, they always have their own quirks, and they're just. It's cool to see what they're gonna do next. Uh, I just really have been enjoying Superstore. I actually really recommend it now if you like that kind of comedy that off over the top workplace shenanigan comedy type thing like the office or parks and rec or uh what a, what was the other one i was just saying <laughs> the office parks and rec uh scrubs that's what it was <laughs> uh yeah i recommend watching it it's such a good time i i uh i'm not ashamed to admit that i got addicted to watching it <laughs> uh also i've been trying warframe because warframe got announced for switch so i was like and uh, in the Discord and the Cartridge Club Discord, they were talking about Warframe a lot. So I'm just like, uh, I'll try this out. I played for like three hours this week on PC. I had an old character. Uh, at first, I was doing it in squad mode. So this game is like, let me, let me back up a little bit. This game is pretty much a Destiny, similar to Destiny, but maybe a little bit, I wouldn't say better. It's similar. Basically, it's an online persistent world game where you uh, loot and grind your character up level him up get better gear and uh experience a giant universe and my phone is by my mic and it wasn't on airplane mode so i can hear some feedback i apologize if you heard that anyway (laughs) uh warframe kind of like destiny expanded universe so the thing is, is this game's been going on for I don't know, four years, something like that. I went in there and there's just so many worlds to go to. I'm like, go into the map. Oh, I'm on Earth. There's one little point. There's like 15 things you can do on Earth. And then you zoom out. There's like 10 or 20 freaking planets. And I'm just like, okay, don't get overwhelmed. Let's uh, try a few missions. So I decided to do squads. And what happened when I did that is the people that were playing for years and years, we're trying to level up the characters, so the, I'm in the earlier stages, so they're just trying to run through these stages, and they're just destroying everything, I think there was one match where the top, the other three guys had over 75 kills, I had like six, because everybody's just running past me, just killing everything, and I'm just like, okay, this game sucks, oh yeah, I can play solo, so I put it on solo, and it, it improved my experience a lot more, uh, it plays super fun, uh, the, movement is what really stands out to me is you can do this slide it's third person so that's that should probably uh start with that you're a third person shooter it's a third person shooter and you can use a slide and uh if you jump from the slide you do like this little bullet shaped jump forward so you can chain it 
with so basically you slide and then you jump forward and then you slide again and you jump forward and slide again and it basically makes it go super fast through the level instead of just sprinting you actually can like move like really fast through the level and it's pretty cool uh they also have this thing where if you aim as you fall time slows down a little bit so you can get like a really good shot off yeah so the movement in the combat is pretty fun but i don't know if i'm gonna stick with it because i can see the hooks there and it's mostly just upgrading armor and weapons and stuff like that i'm probably gonna jump in a little bit more just to see what else it has in store but besides that it's kind of just like an okay game to me in my in my experience if i'm gonna go back to a game like that i will just buy the destiny 2 dlc when it comes out and do that because i don't think I have the mind capacity to do a lot of these live games and that's uh, one of the bigger ones so that's cool if you're into that thing awesome I'll try it out a few more times I'm not gonna just write it off right away I'm not really writing it off I'm just kind of choosing not to play it <laughs> because I don't know if I can actually get into another one of those style of games also talking about some stuff oh one more game that I played I was going to say I'm going to talk about stuff I watched, but uh, I played Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. So I beat Life is Strange just a couple weeks ago, and um, this is kind of a prequel to Life is Strange 2. It's kind of doesn't really tell you what the connection is to Life is Strange 2. I thought it was actually really well done for a demo of Life is Strange 2. There's not so much there. It took me like an hour to beat, and uh, I went back and picked up some of the stuff I missed and looked up some YouTube videos on one thing that I kept forgetting to do. Uh, I'm not going to get specific, but I, I got all the story details there, and it was interesting. Um, nothing too crazy, but it's worth playing if you like Life is Strange. So, yeah, it's like one of those things I'm like, eh, hopefully Life is Strange 2 is more of this, but more of the first one. I don't know how to describe it. It, it was okay, you know. So yeah, there, that was that. Uh, I watched, oh my god, we caught up on Steven Universe. And the new episodes just last week, there were multiple episodes. I think there were six altogether. It blew my mind, guys. It was, the, that show always does something that surprises me. And for a show that looks so silly and cartoony and the main character can be grating at times because of how much of a kid he is these later episodes get into these adult themes in this really intense uh story overarching story that goes throughout the entire story uh the entire series and it's coming to a head at during these episodes and it comes into comes to a head in such an intense way and it makes me really care about all the characters it's one of the best shows on tv in my opinion, my humble opinion, like it's actually really good if you can get in, get past the kitty parts of it. There's a few here and there, but the music's so good. I, I've, I'll rant, rant and rave about Steven Universe till the end of time. It's one of my favorite cartoons ever made. So these last few episodes just were sublime. Like I watched them t three times already. They're just so so good. I, I love that show a lot. So I was happy that some came back and then they kind of left it on a cliffhanger and then they don't tell you when they're coming back and then you're just sitting there for months and months waiting for more episodes and it's kind of cool. <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy that they actually went the direction I figured they were going, but they kind of took a different spin on it and it, it's great. I really enjoyed that. 
Um, I've also been watching this uh, rebooted Looney Tunes show. It's called The Looney Tunes Show. It came out in 2011, I think. It's pretty good. Um, the concept is stupid, honestly. It's uh, Looney Tunes in modern suburbia. Yeah, so it, it centers around Bugs and Daffy, and they are roommates in, like, this house in the suburbs. And that sounds stupid, right? But it's the same characters. They're just reacting to this different situation. Like, and it's a lot of fun. Like, um, they had Yosemite Sam in there. He's doing his thing. Um, Speedy Gonzalez lives in their wall. Like, and Tasmanian Devil is their dog. It's silly and fun, and it's something I didn't really know I needed in my life because I really love Looney Tunes. The original shorts are great. Uh, it's one of the best cartoons ever made, like historically, of course. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'm a huge animation animation guy. I love animated stuff. This show looks really nice. The backgrounds are just great. I don't know what they do to them. They're, they they kind of look like they're splotched on with paint or something it looks really cool it, it it's funny though it's loony right that's what you're expecting from a looney tune show it's loony and fun and i have a every time i watch it i'm just have so much fun um seeing these characters in such a different setting and they actually took lola bunny you know from space jam and made her an interesting character it's, she's voiced by kristen wig which if you don't know she's from like bridesmaids snl stuff like that She's really good in this. She plays like a neurotic, stalkerish Lola Bunny that wants to be with Bugs so bad, and he gets so irritated by her, but he kind of likes her, and it, it's just more of an interesting take on just, oh my god, she's a sexy bunny, right? That's pretty much what she was in, in Space Jam. Doll, don't call me doll. Oh my god. that I love Space Jam. I even know that movie isn't the best. It's okay. I have so much nostalgia for it. I just have fun watching it every time I do. That's a story for another time. <laughs> but yeah, this Looney Tunes show is just... It's just a fun, silly show to watch. Uh, and I, I love the Looney Tunes. So more Looney Tunes, why not? And apparently there's a show called Wabbit. Like, with a W. And uh, apparently that's pretty good too. So I don't... I'm not a huge fan of the art style on that one. They do more of like a Flash animated style art style on that one. And I'm like, eh. But... I will probably give it a go after I'm done watching this. I think this one's like five seasons or something. So, it I don't know. I've been getting into these random shows lately. Because I haven't been playing as much video games here. I mean, I've kind of been in a lull. Like, games right now are in a lull for re releases. So, I'm kind of in the lull for, for playing games. And speaking of playing games, I've been thinking about getting into the Kingdom Hearts series. Like, hardcore getting into them. Because I know the story beats. I know how the story goes for the most part. I've watched the game trailers thing. I've played one like six or seven times. I've played two like three times. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. But I have never played the stories in between. And my mind is so blank on some of this stuff. Because the story is pretty com convoluted. But if you know it, it's not as convoluted as people make it out to be. So I'm just kind of thinking possibly I'll get into streaming and maybe I'll try to stream some kingdom hearts that would be fun so we'll see how that goes um but i think that's it for what i've been up to and what's been happening with me this week
Next up is the news of interest. The news of interest. All of the news from gaming and entertainment, mostly gaming this week, that I found interesting. It's been kind of a slow news week, uh, but I saw a couple of interesting and fun things to talk about. So first up, Fortnite Season 5 comes out. So what Fortnite does is they do these world events, and they've been going all out the last, I don't know, two seasons. They had like the Thanos and the superheroes last last time and the time before that. It was more of like a spy and action movie feel to it. And this time it's a uh, interdimensional travel. Yeah. So basically what they did to the map is they added a whole entire section that's a desert. And um, what was kind of cool that they did, um, a rocket blasted off into the atmosphere, I think last week, or in late June, in like June 30th or something, um, this rocket blasted off and shattered the roof of the world, right? And what happened in the game during season five, this just started today, season five, and there's these rifts that have been altering the landscape of this map. So this map never changes. Like, it's the same map, but they always do different things. I guess it does change every season because they do all these crazy things. So the, there's these rifts you can jump into that'll teleport you randomly throughout the map. Um, they have a Viking area in it now, and then they have uh, like an ATV style vehicle. It kind of looks like a golf cart. They call it the all-terrain cart. Um, yeah, Fortnite is cool. I love that they have this game. This is the best way to do a live game because this game... It's a battle royale game. You go in 100. Okay, um, I'm just looking at this article. Apparently, those time time rifts they will teleport you up into the air, and you can glide somewhere else. So they just teleport you up into the sky, which is pretty cool. What was I gonna say? <laughs> um, it's still a battle royale game. So the basic idea of the gameplay kind of doesn't change. They just keep adding to it and changing things up because the map change and it changes and evolves and they do all these really wacky and fun things and uh they add things like that vehicle and uh apparently that vehicle can do jumps if you hold back on the thumbstick and you release um and also the top of it is bouncy which is cool um they added that desert it used to be uh like a a swamp but now it's just that it's a biome they added something called lazy links which is a viking area and it's full of snow um and they're just changing it up so that the, these rifts kind of have like uh effects on the map adding different things and uh incorporating other universes into the fortnite map which is it's just really cool i wish more games would do stuff like this and the thing i like about fortnite is hey puppy the thing i like about my dog jumped up on me. The thing I like <laughs> about Fortnite is that uh, they care about not nickel and diming people. They have the option for anything that you can buy is cosmetic. And the Battle Pass is really worth it because it's $10. And when you get that $10, you have the option to get on this leveling tree. You can still do the leveling tree without paying. But if you pay... You get more cosmetics as you level up and you do different challenges that they have in the world. And as you get through the season, uh, there you build up to level 100, which takes about anywhere from 50 hours to 100 hours, depending on how much you play. So if you're playing this game a lot and 
You haven't played? Quit it, doggy. Come on. Come on, doggy. She's going crazy. Um, go lay in your bed. Go. Come on. <laughs> Raven. Lay in your bed, buddy. Come on. Go in your bed. Good girl. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? I apologize. I should probably edit that out, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, oh, battle pass. So as you level up, you are building your way up to the ultimate skin, which is in this season is called Ragnarok. And it looks really sick. It has like this really awesome skull head. And yeah, it's uh, cool that they do stuff like this. And there's something called toys are new to Fortnite. You can get basketballs and golf equipment. They're emotes. But uh, you get them for a battle pass. You can shoot basketballs in basketball hoops, I guess. It's weird. It's interesting. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty uh, into this. I'm probably going to buy the season pass on PlayStation. I know that people are like, oh, no, we don't have crossplay with everything else. But I have a character on PlayStation that I've put a lot of time into. So I'm probably going to continue to do that. Oh, well. So what else is there? There was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh. Uh, there's a portal mod coming out. I want to just speak about this real quick. It's coming out this fall. So Val Valve hasn't really made any games in a really long time. And so this group of developers, there's 13 people. They started working on this in 2015 and it's called Destroyed Aperture. They're about 95, 95% complete. Um, and it will have... A five-hour, five-chapter campaign, campaign encompassing over 20 new maps and 30 new logic-based puzzles. And in, unlike in previous games, the protagonist will be a man named David. As in previous games, his goal will be to escape the research facility. Only this time, it's in even more a even more of a ruinous condition than Portal 2's. Yeah, so valve this is from the article i'm reading on kotaku about it valve has hinted at the possibility of a portal 3 for years but instead of waiting the people at day in creations have decided to envision their own third act for aperture science all on their own being tossed into the garbage and seeing the grimier side of the facility in portal 2 was one of the series most memorable moments pulling the curtain back a little on the mystery surrounding its creation while opening up even more questions the mood and aesthetic project the mood and aesthetic projected into the series future to encompass the entirety aperture rather than just old parts seems like a natural trajectory for the unfinished series so if you ever played portal 2 you know it does wrap up at the end but seeing fans go all out and make a really cool looking mod uh i, I played a mod a while ago called Portal Stories, Portal Stories, Mel, that's what it was, Portal Stories, Mel, I played it a few years ago, and that was pretty cool, you play like a main character, I'm trying to think of her name, there was a chick's name, hmm, it's been a while. It's been a long time since I watched it, I played it. But uh, you played a different character, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm just glad to see that this tool set, this style of game, is being carried on by um, a really dedicated fan base. And I'm really looking forward to playing the mod because I really love Portal, and I love the mechanic of Portal. It's fun. So 
I'm gonna play. I'm gonna be playing that. It's supposed to come out this fall, and I'm like sending myself a little reminder to not forget about it, so I can play it later on. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is Game Pass got super good. It's just a little, quick little thing because Rocket League, Rocket League and Vermintide 2 just got added, and uh, I just want to say Game Pass is is growing more and more. And this is for Xbox, of course. What it, if you don't know what it is? $10 a month, and you get over 100 games to play. And they keep adding so many cool games to this. So if you haven't bought that, bought this or tried it out, I think it's worth your time because there's so many good games on here. I'm looking at it now. We got Terraria. We got Limbo. We got Halo 5 only. It looks like, no, Master Chief Collection is a part of this too, I think now. I don't see it here, but there's that we got fallout 4 i mean come on i know oblivion's gonna be a part of it soon i just feel like game pass is just growing and growing and i, I think it's one of xbox's strong points is their services and this service is just killer so if you have an xbox and you're curious about it i definitely recommend trying game pass so that's it for the news this week time for the wrap up so if you want to follow me go over to twitter at frantic society that's frantic s-o-c-i-e-t-y follow me there go over to the cartridge club forums cartridgeclub.org slash forum click on frantic thoughts click on episode 58 leave me a comment we'll have a conversation in there and have a grand old time you can also go over to the discord which is cartridge club discord i'm always in there having conversations with a bunch of awesome people that is bit.ly slash club discord you'll get an invite accept the invite invite <laughs> come in there have a conversation say hi and we'll have fun over there um you can also check out our brand new podcast from me and my girlfriend sierra specter spark online that's her uh, handle we're doing a comic book podcast all about trade paperbacks. It's called The Trade Papercast. I told myself I would never have a podcast with cast in the title, but this worked out. And I, I like the podcast artwork I came up with, and it's a lot of fun. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, go over there and check that out. I will be tweeting that out, and it comes out tomorrow, I think. If everything goes as planned, it should come out Friday the 13th. So... Yeah, I gotta work on that. <laughs> it's gonna be fun though. Trade Papercast. Uh, subscribe on all your podcast feeds. Uh, it's not quite on iTunes yet. We are in the middle of being approved for that, but it has its own URL, which I don't have in front of me. I will leave a link in the description here for Trade Papercast. Go over there. Give us up the first episode. The first official issue episode is gonna be. Afterlife with Archie from 2015, I think it is, which contains uh, comics issues one through six from that series. Um, I tend to, I kind of liked it. We're, we're going to have a good conversation about that. Go over there if you want to hear more about that and uh, talk about comics because I think it's a fun show and I'm excited to do that. That, that show is going to be monthly, so yep there's that <laughs> uh, i think that's it for this week thank you so much for listening to the show uh leave me a rating on itunes it helps me a lot i have very little itunes ratings uh let me know how you feel about the show on twitter and all those things i mentioned before um if you have any suggestions you can always uh dm me on twitter or whatever just let's talk it's fun that's why i'm here 
<laughs> to have a conversation and just uh, uh, have fun, make a really f dumb show every single week. And uh, I say dumb show, I, I need to cut back on my self-deprecating humor. But yeah, it's a fun show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I will catch you next time. Bye!